Welcome to On the Move from Texas A&M Department of Kinesiology and Sport Management. In this episode, we hear one graduate student's experience in our department, both in and out of the classroom. Howdy, and welcome to another episode of On The Move. I'm Chelsea Reber, and today I am joined by Corinne Monaco. She is a current graduate student pursuing her master's degree in sport management. Corinne, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. Let's talk about the beginning. Tell me a little bit about yourself and how you wound up at Texas A&M. Yeah, so it's actually kind of a crazy story. I am originally from Collegeville, Pennsylvania. Uh, It's around like an hour, 45 minutes outside of Philadelphia. Not an Eagles fan. Um, <laughs> Put that out <laughs> there right now. Just start with that. Okay, okay. Um, and yeah, so I grew up in your typical like middle class household, and I went to the University of Delaware for my undergrad. Okay. And I actually went there for biology. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I started going like in biology, wanting to do like a pre med track. Gotcha. And then I was like quick to say like blood is like a big no-no for me. <laughs> like, I need to change. Did you not realize that before starting biology? No. Okay, okay. Not at all. My mom is an athletic trainer, so, like, I grew up, like, around, um, like, bones, muscles. Like, if I broke something, she was like, you have to learn about it. So, started that, and then I was like, you know what, I think I really want to get into sports. And I took a psychology class, and I was like, I really like psychology, and I want to see if it would mix well with sports. So my major was in psychology, my minor was in sport management. Got into a couple internships, and then my last internship that I had while I was at Delaware, they were like, look into grad school. And I did not want to go to grad school. I was like, I just want to like start working, like I want to get into the industry like Mm -hmm. right away. And they said, just just look. So I, I started looking. I was like, you know what, applying to grad school might not be a bad backup plan. I'll apply to a couple jobs. And then around March came around and I was, I had both options. And I remember when I got my A&M acceptance letter, I was like bawling my eyes out. Like I was so happy. I was so excited. But originally I didn't want to go to grad school. So this was so, it was a weird feeling to have getting this letter. And then you know, I looked to get some grad assistantships, and at first, like, I, I wasn't very lucky. And then three weeks before I graduated from U- the University of Delaware, I got a call from A&M and was like, hey, did you get a graduate assistantship? I was like, no, I, I think I'm just going to go and get this job in D.C. And they were like, hold on a second, hold on. And they came back to me in 24 hours, and I was like, you know what? This is it. Wow. Like, I'm coming here. So moved back home after graduation for a month, and then the last week of of June, I drove 23 hours down here in my Toyota Camry with everything I could pack in there. Moved down here July 1st. So what made you even apply to Texas A&M? Had you heard about it? Had you been there before? If I'm being honest, uh, I have, the first time I stepped foot on this campus, first time I ever saw what it looked like was when I moved here. Wow. And it was kind of one of those higher up powers that was like, this is where you're meant to be. Mm -hmm. And so I took a chance and it, I can honestly say it is one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. So you change out Collegeville for College Station. Okay. 
What surprised you the most? I'm sure everything, because you had no idea what you were getting yourself into, but what has surprised you the most over the last few months about College Station, Texas? One thing, Southern hospitality is definitely a thing. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> from somebody born and raised here, I can attest to that. I like would talk to some people before coming here, and like everyone wanted to like help me move in or needed if like help me see if I needed anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so Southern hospitality is definitely a thing. Um, everyone is super friendly. Everyone is extremely welcoming, and it was a place that I truly felt like I fit in. No one made me feel like an outsider. No one looked at me and was like, oh, you're from, like, you're Pennsylvania. You're from up there. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you must be a really aggressive driver. Like, no one was like that. Um, truly, my time here has been amazing. And like I said, it's a great fit. You mentioned that you are a graduate assistant. So tell mm-hmm. me about that role and what it entails. Yeah, so I am the social media coordinator for our department. Okay. So my job is to take pictures, edit pictures, create video, and I run our Instagram, our Facebook, and our Twitter accounts. And one thing about that job that I truly enjoy is getting to learn about everything here, not just sport management. I get to learn about kinesiology. I get to learn about what's going on in the PIOP building. And learning and hearing those stories from those professors, the faculty, the staff is crazy because I was in a bubble And now my bubble has expanded because of that. You've worked a lot with us on this podcast, even. You've gotten to sit in on some of the interviews. And what are some of the other fun experiences that you've gotten to do because of that social media role? Yeah, so I remember when I was starting out on this graduate assistantship, I didn't really know where to start. This was something completely new. This wasn't a graduate assistantship position before. Um, So I kind of went into it, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to go – talk to all the heads and I'm gonna see what they're all about, see what's going on in their classrooms and the stories that they have to share. And I will never forget the discussion that I had when I was in PIOP. And I was just sitting there and listening to everything that they had to say and I I look over and I was like, what are those golf clubs? And they were like, oh, a, a recent, like, Aggie died and his wife, decided to donate his golf clubs to the PIOP building for the golf class. And they're like, we're going to do like a raffle kind of, and whichever student, you know, shows a lot of interest and like really shows that they want to get better at the game of golf is going to get gifted these clubs. And I was like, that's an amazing story. Like, why is this not being shared? Mm-hmm. And it was from that moment that I was really like, I genuinely want to learn about our department because there's so many great things coming out of this department and so many great stories to share that it needs to be told. Because of your position as the social media manager and you're getting to work with so many different people throughout the entire department, what has it been like to work closely with the faculty here? Honestly, it's really strengthened my relationships with the faculty in in every division, every part of it, not just sport management itself. Um, my relationship with Dr. Dixon is fantastic. And it's one of those things where I walk down the hallway and it's a hi or hey, like, I'm going to email you later. Like, do you mind if you stop by and maybe help me with this? And I'm like, of course, like, I'd love to help you. And it, it's opened me up to so many different opportunities where now I'm creating flyers for our study abroad trips. I'm highlighting 
students in our sport management classes that are excelling through our Top Gun program. I'm sitting in on fatigue studies, watching people get things like placed on their heads or on their shoulders, and I'm like, oh my God, how are you doing that? <laughs> it's not blood, at least. <laughs> no, it's not blood, at least, but it's like stickers, and it's, it's crazy, yeah. all the things that go on in this building. When you tell people you're studying sport management, what is an assumption that they automatically make about you or maybe even the field that isn't necessarily accurate? The first thing they ask me is if I'm an athletic trainer. Mm. And Which I, athletic training is part of the department. It but is. Not, not, not what I'm sport studying. management. Yep, okay. Or they'll ask me if I want to own a team. Okay. And if my goal is to be a manager of a team. And... I say, no, what I'm studying is the business of sport, the research of sport, how um, fans are attracted to the game, what are the exciting parts of the game, um, how can we get more buyers, um, people to, even like going on into like streaming services. Um, it's a really cool program and I've learned a lot about it and it's actually, last semester we did a research project and we're... Our class, we can all say we research is not our thing. <laughs> but we all went into it with research projects. And the things that came out of that project, I was like, that's crazy that you thought about that idea. Or like, and everyone is following their passions too. We have people in our class from completely different areas. We have a hockey player. We have an equestrian. We have cheerleaders. We have golfers. Like, it's very, it ranges. And what I love about sport management, too, is a lot of people assume that's what all the athletes do. Yes. So if you're an athlete at Texas A&M, oh, probably a sport management major, right? Yeah. But that's not the case. There no. are so many different students within the major. And it the diversity of classes also mm -hmm. is very – it's very big. So you're not just learning, like, oh, how can I – best sell my brand. Right. What you're learning is research. You're learning about the importance of diversity and ethics. You're learning, you're learning about personal management. You're learning about the finances. I had to create this huge Excel sheet for a made-up department. And I was like, I can't believe that I did this. Yeah. But I got told by Dr. Elliot, go, figure it out, and I'll help you along the way. Mm -hmm. And I learned the most from that class. We know that you changed your path a little bit already in undergrad, going from biology into sport management. Um, has your path changed at all even since you got here to Texas A&M? Is there something you kind of thought you were going, you're working towards and, and now maybe it's something different? I knew I always wanted to do marketing or sponsorship. And I think that coming here didn't necessarily change that idea. I think it only like heightened my want and my desire to go out and do that. Mm -hmm. And I think that one of the things that I appreciate most from being here and having the graduate assistantship that I have and the professors in my corner that I have is that now I get to utilize my skills doing this podcast and doing all the social media to help me look better on my resume and in the future when it comes time to get a job. Mm -hmm. They're really giving me all the tools and it's up to me on how I use those tools to get to where I want to be. You've touched on it a little bit, but what is the atmosphere like in classes? I absolutely love my cohort. I have a cohort of 18 students. Okay, so it's a pretty small family. Pretty small mm -hmm. family and you 
That's it. exactly. We are a family. We are extremely close with one another. We see each other every single day at exactly the same time, sit in the same exact seats. And sometimes we have to get told by professors to be quiet because when we come in, we all come in like 30 minutes before class. And Just I would, to catch up I would love stuff. to say that yeah. it's like to be prepared for <laughs> class, but it's for us to like talk with each other because we're excited to see one another. And we'll text in our big group chat. Like the other day we were talking about NIL mm-hmm. and how Texas um, might actually open up NIL for high school students. And somebody sent that in our group chat and we just were all like blowing off, like talking about it. And it's, it, I feel a part of a family. And that's something big for me coming from so far away and not knowing anyone and automatically being placed in a little room of 18 people and can totally be myself. And I know you can't speak for every student in the department, but do you feel that close relationship with professors and students is is kind of the majority consensus? 100%, definitely. I, I do have to say this because I have to give her credit at some point. Dr. Bryson did bring me here and is one of like the biggest and best supporters and supports all her level of students. And I see the same with Dr. Ben and I see the same with Dr. Kennedy in kinesiology. I see it all, o- and Dr. Greenwood all over the board. Mm-hmm. They care. They genuinely have a care for their students, and they want them to succeed. And they're not just a, somebody that's going to teach them something in the classroom. They teach them things outside of the classroom too. Mm-hmm. We have talked about some of the in-classroom stuff. What are some events that the department maybe attends or or has that you're looking forward to participating in throughout your time here? Yeah. So. We are doing it again this spring, our Beyond the Lights event, which is for sport management students. And we bring in people from the industry that basically speak to our students, tell them their path um, and how they got to where they are and how they can do the same exact things. Just last week, we also had a PEOP faculty, staff, and family fun day. And I did bring one of my friends from class because I I went there to go take pictures and to mingle with everyone. And we ended up like pausing for a second and playing like pickleball with everyone. And it's things like that where we have so many exciting things coming up. And we have Aggieland Saturday too. And what's nice is everyone is not just like, oh, everyone put on a professional face. Everyone's like, this is who we are. This is who we, this is what we represent. And we want to show that to everyone. As a graduate student, the real world is right around the corner to some extent. I know you still have some time here, um, and you may not be job searching quite yet, but Mm -hmm. what does that look like coming out of sport management? Um, And and maybe what have some of the other students who have gone through this process, what have they told you about the job search experience? One thing about going into sport management classrooms is on the first day, you're going to hear the same thing from the same professor no matter where you are, and it's networking. Mm. Networking is big. Make sure that you get yourself on LinkedIn. And one of the greatest things is I might be just starting off as a grad student here, but it's those constant reminders of like, go meet people, do those interviews with people, you know, reach out to individuals who might know someone and connect yourself with people. And 
you know, I, I haven't gotten my ring yet, and I just became an Aggie, but, like, the Aggie connection is very much real. One of my friends the other day contacted me and was like, hey, like, there's this marketing job opening here. I, I gave them your name. And I was like, thank you so much. Like, that's fantastic. And that's just starting off. Right. So people here really do look out for each other, and we do have fantastic resources and fantastic faculty and staff to help you along the way. As a student who didn't necessarily want to go to grad school, um, what advice do you have for an undergrad student anywhere in the country, not necessarily at Texas A&M, who might even just be considering a master's degree in sport management? Like I said, it was one of the best decisions that I ever made, and I think that by going and getting your master's degree, you're just heightening your skills. You're giving yourself more time to decide what you want to do, where you want to do it, and it honestly just opens your network. If I didn't go here, if I didn't give myself the time and use the skills that I have during my graduate assistantship or in the classroom and then even skills outside the classroom, then I don't think that where I was when I left would be the same as where I'm going to be when I leave here. It's just going to be a way better version of myself. And I'm sure as important as the education part of it is, it's the internships, it's the experience, it's the networking that you talked about, and it gives you just a little bit more time to accomplish all of those yeah, things. Yeah, it's the resources here. It's having the jobs for Aggies that constantly has job openings that are on campus, off campus, for students to be able to start to get into the field they want to be in. And professors will say during class, oh, there's this internship coming up, or there's this one, and Honestly, that's another great point that I wanted to touch on in regards to my class is we'll send each other internships or we'll tell each other, oh, I think that you'd be great for this role. So I think that any student looking to go to grad school, it is very much worth it. Well, Corinne, is there anything else you'd like to add about your time in the kinesiology and sport management department here at Texas A&M? One thing that I want to add is like I'm extremely grateful for the opportunity that I have had to come here. It, Like I said, it's the best decision I've ever made in my life. And I really do want to thank all the people that did help me get here. Well, we have appreciated your help with the podcast on the move. So thank you so much. And thank you for being my guest today. Thank you. Thank you for listening to on the move. You can catch our episodes while you're on the move by going to Spotify, Apple, or Google. And to learn more about the department of kinesiology and sport management, head to knsm.tamu.edu. This podcast is housed in the School of Education and Human Development at Texas A&M University, where we transform lives.